Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And and that's it. Happy New Year. Happy <laughs> New Year. Okay. All right. Mia. Mia is actually here. So really? we're going to introduce him uh, from Bidon Fishing, owner-operator. Uh, owner operator, <coughs> smeller, owner operator, because you're sent. All right, Mr. <laughs> Tony Williams, also known as Mia slash Hia. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Good and you here. know what? You like uh, fishing freshwater, and there's nothing better for freshwater, I think, overall, than to use worms. Okay, so let me introduce our resident. Earthworm, six feet under, without further ado, from Max Fish Reports, Western Outdoor News, and IGFA, Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? How 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 is it cold down there? Uh, it's cold, a little moist. You know, it's all good. Okay, good. Because I mean, this monsoon weather, my lord. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Where is Vegas? Andrew? What's that? Have you seen Vegas? They're like they had flash flooding yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not in Vegas. See? <laughs> I mean, you know, worms come out when the when the water comes up. Yeah, but they go swimming. They get lost. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, welcome. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, I, it was, I mean, I, if you think this is humid, you ought to see where I was. Okay, the East Cape. It was probably, oh, about 98 degrees with about... Now seventy six, seventy eight percent humidity was wonderful, but 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 having said that, and somebody who loves the cold like I do, after about three or four days, you just got used to it, okay? And um, it's good. But anyway, we have a monsoon situation going on, which changes things, okay? Um, and it's related to the fishing, so. I'm interested to see and hear, Andrew, okay, um, has it affected the freshwater world? Um, so far, I haven't heard it affect anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's been catching trout up in Big Bear. They've been getting catfish down here. Um, the Sierras are going off. They're getting everything up in Bridgeport. So I haven't heard anything really. But if it does start raining, it will definitely affect um, the bite will make the water, you know, cloudy. It will change kind of the swim patterns of the fish, and then uh, it could definitely have some effect. But 
as far as right now, nothing. All right, but let me ask the three of you guys. I know what to do in salt water, but in fresh water, when, let's just assume you do get some rain and it cloudies up the water, what changes do you make? I'll ask you first, Andrew. Um, well, it's 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 different with between catfish and trout. If it's if we're trout fishing, and uh, and it you know the rain happens, starts clouding the water. What I do is I start shrinking up my leaders um, to get everything closer to the bottom. The reason for that, if the water and the silt and everything else, the more cloudier water is going to come up higher in the water column, and it's going to be clear as the lower you get. So you know I want that trout you know to see that bait as cl- as clear as possible. So. I'm going to try and hug the bottom, um, you know, like that. With catfish, I mean, you're already fishing on the bottom, so really it's not going to change them that much. Well, right, but the catfish also, keep in mind, the catfish is pretty much blind. So I was just Mm -hmm. assuming that it's still going to be a scent type of situation or something where he touches a whisker or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, mean, in that case, you know, for catfish, I'm definitely going to use uh, change my baits out more, dip them more in, you know, in the Cajun sauce or any kind of, you know, uh, fish attractant. Um, you want to keep that, you know, that scent because he's going to rely more, per se, you know, on looking for bait, you know, than that scent rather than, like you're saying, the eyesight, you know. Mm-hmm. And Tony, uh, to you, uh, I hear Cajun more than garlic, more than anise. Is there any reason why? Or is the, the flavors, is there anything that makes sense? So the catfish attractant is made specifically for catfish, while the trout is a, is a, is a more thicker um, fish scent with the garlic infusion. One of the main differences when it's raining, I think, that you know the, cloudy, the water gets cloudy. So if I'm fishing for trout, I'm going to switch to something that's bright colored. Shiny? Sh- uh, yeah, sure, shiny. Something that might give, you know, we're trying to get a reaction bite. So whether it's a reaction from uh, a reaction bite from something they see or something they smell or something they sense, you know, a lot of that time, if you're jigging, you're moving or if you're moving the bait. So there's something active that they're going after. These are predator fish. So if there's something in the water fishing, they're going to go out. If there's something in the water swimming, they're going to go after it. Um, with catfish, you know, they're really blind. But, you know, it, with muddy water, it's the perfect time when it rains. There's a lot of activity on the top water, and that's creating those a lot of activity underwater so i think that they're more aggressive when it rains well i have a big story about rain and catfish and never getting there oh, yeah i know remember, I remember that remember big, that Ron? big catfish andrew Monster i don't know if you ever heard the, the, this this story but <laughs> tony used to have an azuzu trooper okay oh, yeah. and uh, you always knew when you were in tony's car because it smelled like garlic Bite on garlic, okay, and, and other things. Or worse. So I remember this, and I was I was trying to really get into this uh, catfish thing. And Tony says, "You know what? I, I I'll I'll take you." So I was so excited. That we were going you. to Irvine Lake, and um, uh, what's that street up in Irvine? Like Santiago Canyon. Okay, we we're going up Santiago Canyon, and if you guys know, you get there, and, and the last real commercial area. Mm-hmm. All right, is where there's a rest. There's a um, what's what's the cross street there? Is where if you turn left, you go to Irvine Park, right? Mm-hmm, right, right. Right. So it's right there. And but anyway, but what had happened was we had had some storms. Mm-hmm, okay, yeah. and so it finally cleared. And I said, Tony, I bet you that the catfish are going to be going crazy because everything gets moved around. So there's a lot of nutrients in the water. They get right, hungry. Right. So he goes, Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go. Well, we, well, 
Andrew, we get to the top of that hill. Now, and now that, that, that corner right there, it's slanted backwards. So you're going up the hill. And his car decides to stop. Guy. And it, and it won't start. Okay? And we're stuck there in the middle of the street. I'm so sorry I missed it. So he goes, he says to me, all right, I'll guide the car. You push. Now, now think of, I'm pushing uphill. So I, I, I'm doing everything I can. Let's mm-hmm. say thank you to the bystander and the, the bicycle. bicycle. Yeah. The guy came over. Now, people know how big I am. They know how big Tony is. You you would think he'd say, Sergio, you get behind the wheel. Let me push. Nope. No, 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 no. So we push this car. We finally get it fixed. It took all day. All day. And we get back home. And then we find out that the catfish went absolutely crazy. Right where we were going to go. Right where we were going to go. Big but catfish. Anyway. I think it was a 60-pound catfish that was caught. Big, big Yeah, it was a big, big cat spot. Anyway, listen, before we go any further, I've got Jonathan Oliver Skinner, <coughs> the director of community services of Lake Elsinore. And we're talking catfish. Is he still in Italy? So, no, no, no. So, Jonathan, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. It sounds like you're driving. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, actually heading uh, up to Oxnard for uh, the Dallas Cowboy uh, training camp. I'm sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> so they're, they're doing training camp that far away from Texas, huh? I guess they just don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you guys. Too. Welcome home, Jonathan. Do you, remember, do you remember the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl? I don't. It's when I had short hair. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. What is it, Jonathan? I, 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 had, I had a photo. I had an afro. It was 1995. Okay. Since 1995, the Cowboys have zero rings, and J-Lo has six. That's yeah, six. Yeah. J-Lo has six. I Just saying. I, I, haven't heard that be- I haven't heard that before today. I'm sorry. I, I thought I sent it to that. you. I thought I sent it to you. Of but, course you did, Sergio. You and about 400 other people. Well, you know, that's what happens, you know. Um, well, we just wanted to be first on the block. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right. So, Jonathan, I know you're traveling the opposite direction, but um, we're talking catfish and, and, and what's going on. Uh, Lake Elsinore, which I keep saying it's the jewel of Southern California. Um, tell us a little bit of what's going on over there. Well, um, it's, it's pretty, a lot of fun. I, I saw Tony on, on Thursday. We had our last uh, concert at uh, Launch Point, which was amazing. I, we had over 3,000 people that, that came. Our parking lot was full. Um, people came from the campground. And when you say Hidden Jewel, I met some people that it was their first time being there. It was great. And what, what was your thought? What was your feedback? It was amazing. We, they they said um, they actually they're from Ventura, and one of their friends had come camping and said, "Listen, you got to go to this place called Launch Point. No one knows about it, and you got to get there before people start hearing about it." They love it. They already booked uh, campgrounds, uh, camp spots in the future. They both have uh, they uh, got a camp spot, and they also got a vintage trailer. So uh, wow. they have about 15 people in their in their group. So it's uh, it's very exciting. But I heard you guys talking about catfish and and baits and stuff. Uh, 
Tony, that, that Cajun is, is, is killing it over at, at, uh, at uh, McGee Point. I was out there yesterday morning with Bob McGee, and, uh, you know, he loves his, uh, his uh, bite on back bites. But I was using it. I actually didn't have any more uh, back bites. I had some chicken in, in, my, uh, in my fridge that had been there for a while. I'm like, let me try this with some uh, Cajun. Got me a nice uh, three and a half pounder yesterday, in addition to some uh, baby cats out there too. So very cool. Uh, Listen, Jonathan, let me let me stop you. There. We got to take a short commercial. Keep your eyes on the road, and when we come back, we'll come back to you. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, folks, we're going to our first commercial. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLAA Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. That song is called Move Along, which is exactly what Jonathan Oliver Skinner is doing on the freeway. He's moving along from Lake Elsinore to Oxnard. I don't know why you'd go up to Oxnard running away from a little bit of paradise we have here in Southern California to go see... Oh, wait a minute. I know where you're going. After you're going to go see the... the the, the cowboy cheerleaders. That's the only thing that's good comes out. That's good. <laughs> I have shared oh with my God. you know that the, your your car, your partner in crime Oliver uh, Solis from Fishing Syndicate. There's another uh, poor lost cowboy. Um, 
You know, I, I did share uh, a few months ago uh, that the NFL did decide. There's a big letter that came out, mm -hmm. official press release, and I'll, I'll give credit to Paul. He sent it out to me, and they're saying that, you know, the NFL doesn't want the home team to have home court advantage in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's why they, there's always different stadiums. So they have designated from now on that it'll be at Dallas. Wow. That ensuring that the home team will not be in the Super Bowl. Oh, is that harsh? Is that harsh, Jonathan? Man, I, I don't know. Uh, football's usually played on the field and not a court, but you know, you know sports a lot there, sir. <clears throat> did I say home court? Yeah. Yeah, you mm -hmm. did. Uh -huh. Okay, so a little Laker came out of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, oh, but um, it, it's all good. So, uh, so let, let's get back to what you were telling us. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad people are, are are hearing the word. But here's here here's the caution to everybody. Yes, launch point is fantastic, but it is limited on uh, the amount of space, right? So, um, you, you got plenty of them. You got over 200. You have over 200 hookups, right? Yeah, we got we got about 190. 190. And then we got the uh, the, the uh, nine uh, vintage trailers and the and the six uh, yurts. Right. And they're honestly, Sergio, on from Friday through Sunday, it started in mid March all the way through October. We're at 98 percent to 100 percent booked every weekend. That, and that's what I'm saying to, to folks. You know, uh, the best kept secret is getting out. So if if, if you want to really enjoy this and you want to participate. Okay, maybe you take the week off and, and, and book something during the week, or you should be thinking about booking already for next year because it really is a fun place and with a lot of activities. I mean, um, the lake offers all the activities. You know, you got fishing, you got boating, you got uh, jet skis, you got paddle boards, you can get in a float too. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Plus, in addition to that, um, the surrounding area. You got unbelievable. I always say unbelievable restaurants. You got a casino. You got a beautiful bowling alley. The bowling. I, I mean, um, I always forget the name. Something pins. Pins in. Pins and pockets. Pins and pockets. Pins and pockets. You can go over there. They got arcade. They have pool tables. They they have a rest. Several restaurants. They have a bar, and it's almost like a shopping center in there. In addition to all these activities, a bowling alley. Um, it's a lot of fun. So. Uh, point being is it's a lot of fun to be in Lake Elsinore. People haven't realized it all the way, and, and they, they, I'm telling you guys, do it. I mean, you go, you put your camper there, um, hook it up, and then you can play at the lake and then take the car and go check out some of the surrounding areas. Um, it's really good stuff, really good stuff. Well, sir, Sergio, don't, don't forget our baseball team, Lake Elsinore Storm. Uh, made playoffs this year. We're pretty excited about that. Um, well, it, it was a mindful omission. The, the number one. It was a mind, It's a mindful omission, given the fact that I'm sitting deep within Angel Stadium, and they are the minor <laughs> league for the Padres, right? So, just, just saying, just saying. No, no, no. But you're right, I and mean, we have been to Diamond Stadium. Yeah. We've caught a couple of games with Tony. Some I want to know when we're going to do the mariachi game. thing again. Oh yeah, it's go, it's coming up in uh, in October. But let's let's not uh, go too far. Remember, at the end of uh, August, we have our our last uh, car show uh, on Main Street. And when is that one going to be? 
and we're actually tying in a sock out with it as well. So that's that's pretty uh that's pretty exciting. So uh, so okay, so let, let me let me ask you, when will that one be? The other day August yeah, I, I believe it's August twenty seventh. I'm driving so I don't want to look at a calendar or anything. Okay, yeah, August twenty seventh is a let's see. August twenty seventh. Yeah, that's Saturday. Saturday. I I should be back. I I should be traveling back uh, in those last couple of days from Sacramento. So, ah, yeah, if I can get back here in time, because we're driving, um, just pick up some Ronda's car. Now you're saying sock hop. That's only applies to the guys who got cars in the fifties. So Rhonda and I will just come dressed as hippies, because her car is in nineteen sixty six. So we, in the sixties it was it was hippies. So. I'll have her put on a, you know, remember those, uh, Ron, there was like those little mini dresses, okay, with the flowers all over, and I'll wear broken jeans and like stuff like that in a, in a, in a, in a suede vest with well, a loud shirt and long hair and a bandana. Did you, there you have go. platform That's shoes, too? Not, not in 66. <laughs> not in 66. Oh, that's, that's true. You're right. That was in the right. 80s. I'm no, sorry. that would be late 70s. Oh. That was not mid-70s. You're right. It was 80s. I'm sorry. Disco didn't come out until 74, I want to say. But, you know, the 60s was all about that. You know what? I like that theme to the to the model year of your car. That'd Mamas cool. and the Papas, Donovan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. All right. So that will be on the 27th. I'm going to try to be there for sure. Okay. Um, what else you got going on? Well, let's, I want to stick with fishing a little bit because um, I'm not sure if I shared a picture with you. Uh, this young man actually caught a beautiful crappie on, uh, we'll just call it Mid Lake. It was probably about a six or seven incher. It was uh, absolutely amazing. And then yesterday, when I was out with my, my buddy before I went to work, Dave uh, caught probably a, about a six inch uh, bluegill just over there on, on the key point. So things are really starting to pop over there as far as. All those fish we're putting in, and of course the wipers. You know, people are getting hit, and they're thinking they got like this huge old bass on it, and it's a uh, you know 14 or uh, 15 inch wiper. So I mean, as they get bigger, I think the Stream Extreme uh, Derby next year is going to be off the chains. I agree, and and you know, for those of you who just heard that news, the the important thing about those sizes, how big were those fish when you put them in? Um, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because yesterday we just put in 46,000 uh, fingerling uh, wipers. So we had them uh, trucked in all the way from Inverse, Mississippi. Wow. Um, they have to, yeah, they have to be certified sterile by the uh, California Fish and Wildlife. So we had that uh, that stocking yesterday afternoon. Um, you know, and they grow about an inch, I would say between four and six weeks. So the ones that we stocked, you know, two years ago, two and a half years ago, they should be at the uh, 17, 18 inch um, uh, length now. And they should be getting, by Dream Extreme, we should have some, some pretty good 18 inchers coming in and being laid in. Yeah, and you know, uh, Steve's not here today, but uh, he's on the water. But he always says they grow about an inch a month. So we should be looking to some big, big fish for a Dream Extreme. Yeah, we cut it. some off of the off of the off of the 
in the shoreline, mm-hmm. and these things are aggressive, and they'll eat any. I mean, they're really the bite. You you can well, tell. You and, think and it's that's a big that, fish. that's the thing to look forward to. Okay, because uh, at the last Dream Extreme, right, everybody was catching them. Okay, they weren't legal size, right? But just everybody was catching under, them. That's yeah. a very good sign. So. Um, just folks, let them go, let, let them, them grow, grow. Yeah. okay? Because um, it, it's a fish that does a lot of good for the lake in maintaining some other fish populations, and at the same time, offers you a very, very, very good fight. The bigger they get, the harder they fight. So let them grow, let them grow. You know, they're not 18 inches, let them go, but I would tell you, even if they are 18 inches or 19 inches, let them go. Let them get to be seven, eight, nine, ten pounds. Um, I, I've had the, um, uh, I've been at Diamond Valley Lake, um, just pulling on some big stripers, and, and the wipers are a little bit different, but they're they're in the same range there. Oh yeah. And uh, they they fight really aggressively, and um, it's almost like anything you throw at them, they'll bite. So it's a very good game fish for us. Like I said, they fight very, very good. All right, Jonathan, very, very good, very good. Okay, I don't want to make any more comments about your 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 cowboys. Just remember, <laughs> well, you know, mamas don't let your cow your what is it? Don't let your boys grow Mama up. Don't to let ball. your boys, babies grow yeah. up to be cowboys. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. There's a song, dude. <laughs> okay. Because everybody's jealous. That's why. But. Listen, I, I'm I'm almost there. I just want to tell a story real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys know I went uh, on the cruise with my wife last uh, last last week. Mm-hmm. We're in Rome, right? And we're getting in the line to get ready to get um, on the ship. I'm wearing my Angler Chronicles shirt and my uh, fishing syndicate hat, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in line, and, and people, we have a Facebook page that we started, and people are saying, oh, hey, Jonathan, whatever. This guy sees the shirt and he goes, Angler Chronicle. I'm like, yeah. It says, uh, you know the show? I said, yeah, I kind of know the guys that are on it. He says, yeah, I saw that Dream Extreme fishing show. It's really great. All the way in Rome, they know about Angler Chronicle. Che piacere, figlio. Io parlare italiano, eh? We get out there. Hey. Cool, man. This is so cool? rad. That's rad. I love that. I love that, Jonathan. Well, I appreciate you representing both. Uh, Angler Chronicles and our friends at Fishing Syndicate, okay, and all the way up in Rome. Can you believe? Oh, that? I can't say up. All the way east, over? east we'll Rome, sure, across the and, pond. And, 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 and Tony, I will be wearing my my bite on hat. I apologize. Like, you only let me take uh, so many hats, and, and and half of them had to be a uh, uh, top golf. So. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. Leave that. Leave leave the uh, cowboy ones at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jonathan, it was great seeing you this uh, this past uh, uh, concert series. I know, like you said, we had I, very well over 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to see. I mean, everybody from the community. Uh, we saw the guys from Chamber of Commerce, Kim Cousins, and uh, Tim Sheridan, the mayor. And it was just, you know, one of those nights where it's a perfect weather. They've got food service, and they've got things that you can you can buy and get into, and popcorn, and it's just a really well, you know, incredible I, event. Yeah, and, and, and that's uh, that's the exciting part. So, uh, Jonathan, I'll leave this in your we, – we talked about it earlier this week. Uh, let's get uh, the mayor, uh, Sheridan, inside the studio here with you and have a really, really good um, series on what's happening in Lake Elsinore. Definitely, I'd be happy to do that. And, uh, I want to thank Tony. He's been really supportive of 
everything we're doing there in Lake Elsinore. I think he's going to be running for mayor here pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. God help us. All right, well, listen, I, I, Jonathan, we're going to commercial. I'll let you be since you're almost there. Thank you so much, folks. This That was Jonathan Oliver Skinner, direct uh, community director. Oh, director of community relations. You like that? Lake Elsinore. Oh, community service. Community service. Community services. Okay, I'll take care of the relations. All right. There's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts. They're polarized and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA. Uh, the name of that song, I think, was very appropriate to uh, for uh, for Jonathan. And now that he's not online, I can say it, although I know he's hearing. The name of that song is by Westworld, and it's called So Long, Cowboy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, we love him. We love him. Anyway, Andrew, okay, so... Um, before we're talking uh, with Jonathan, we were talking about the possibilities with all this um, peculiar weather, let's say, monsoon season. Um, if it does rain, things would change. Uh, but it hasn't rained. 
So why don't you bring us up to speed with some of the freshwater report here? Yeah, so we'll start off with the Santa Ana River Lakes. Um, there's continuously every week double-digit catfish are being caught. Uh, this week, again, another 20-pounder was caught from the Bing Lake. Uh, soaking bait. Um, guys are getting limits. You know, they're doing the 24-hour fishing pass. You know, the whole family's catching fish. Um, and then if it, it all depends on what day you're fishing. If you're going to fish Friday, uh, I would say throw closer to shore. And if you're going to fish all the way Monday to maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, they might be farther out. You know, and then but they've been stocking so much. There's so many fish around the lake. Um, guys are getting them on the on the float tubes. They're getting them from shore. They're getting them renting a boat. So it's great fishing over there. And then they also have been throwing in tilapia every couple weeks. And uh, um, anglers throwing uh, soaking night crawlers and things like that are catching those. Um, from there, uh, Mountain Lakes uh, is going off again. They're stocking every Thursday with a thousand pounds of catfish, 500 pounds in each lake. Um, typically, if you're fishing the lower lake, I would say focus around the boat dock, uh, maybe the first day, and then uh, where they let the water out. It's a little bit deeper right there. Um, both those spots have been producing. If you're fishing the top lake, I would say uh, focus around the, the rock wall, a little bit deeper in that area. And then uh, over there by the island, um, they've kind of been holding to any shade um, going from there. So mountain lakes have been doing very well. Um, the San Bernardino County lakes have been stocking uh, every week with 575 pounds of catfish. Uh, that bite's been going off. There's guys getting limits Thursday, the day before the stock. So that's how many fish, you know, Kind of same thing. They're soaking, you know, cut mackerel, cut bonito, dipped in bite on, you know, just using straight chicken liver, whatever's working. Um, you know, that's what they're using. If uh, any anglers are looking for trout uh, down here in SoCal, um, I know it's warmer, so typically the lakes uh, down here, they're not seeing many trout, but Big Bear and up there in the mountains, um, they're producing a lot of fish uh, still. I would say in Big Bear, you're better luck on a boat. Uh, trolling because you're going to cover more ground but it being a warmer up there um, what it does is it pushes the fish deeper kind of offshore so you know as if you're trolling like a, a pink flicker shad or anything like that um, keep your motor at about two miles an hour uh, into that maybe 16 to 20 foot range or so um, over there kind of by the dam where the buoy line is uh, over by the uh, to boulder bay um, you have the red house and then you also have the observatory um, all those areas typically will hold trout, um, give you some good options uh, to catch fish. Um, if you go a little bit uh, down the mountain, a little bit, Green Valley Lake, they stocked a few weeks ago. Um, a couple anglers have been getting them on shore, um, but the ones that are on a boat are kind of, they're, they're marking them uh, middle of the lake to like the deeper spots. Um, there's just a lot of algae on the lake, so it's, it's making the bite a little bit tough. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty good over there. If, uh, if you're looking for, you know, catfish and bass and, and crappie, kind of the whole plethora of, of fish. Um, Big word. Uh, Finn and Feather up there. Finn and Feather have been doing very well on catfish. They had their second, their second stocking of 3,500 pounds uh, two weeks ago. And uh, it seems like every week they're finding the big holdovers because they don't stock them that big. But I think uh, last week there was one, uh, there was one fish at 20 pounds. Um, one at 29 pounds uh, the week before that, and then a, a good mix of uh, catfish, you know, right in that 8 to 14 pound range. 
you know, and then they're getting the, the bass, uh, you know, the guys that are out there, you know, bass fishing, they're getting them on the end of the lead line, any uh, kind of structure out there. Um, and then some are even still seeing them in the shallows cruise around. Um, yeah, but it's it's been great fishing kind of all over the place. Yeah, it sounds like it. Very, very good. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Anything else in the freshwater world going on? Um, yeah, the, uh, the Sierras have been doing very well. Um, the the state is starting to stock a little bit more now. I know in the beginning of the season, it was real slow. Um, they're starting to stock. Uh, they just stocked uh, South Lake uh, in Bishop and Lake Sabrina um, and uh, the intake. Um, so they're getting some good fish there. Um, up there in Bridgeport, uh, they're getting some bigger fish. I know I saw a guy catch one uh, um almost 12 pounds in uh, the upper twin. Um, and then there's been a couple, you know, three, four, fives. And then uh, now they're starting to get a few good fish in a uh, Robinson Creek, which they haven't stocked in, I want to say, four years. And I guess they stocked uh, this past uh, week and a half. Um, so they're kind of throwing fish throughout the Sierras. But, I mean, there's some spots that, you know, they're definitely paying off. The, B, the BFFE uh, Foundation, they've kind of been holding the stocks themselves. Um, which they work off donations and different things like that. So they've been stocking the bigger fish pretty much all season, and they tag them. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, the fish have been going. They're they're uh, up there. It's been really good fishing the past couple of weeks. So what's the temperature up there in the Sierras about right now? Uh, there, uh, you're about 80s. 80s, uh, about 12 o'clock, you're about 80s. Some days are even closer to 90. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're fishing Bishop area, um, it's Bishop's weather pretty much just like here. I mean, you know, you can get in the 90s, you know, pretty much throughout the day. Um, but uh, typically in the morning, it goes down to about 50s or so. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and then, of course, you have your nicer days up there in Mammoth. You know, they're at, at cool 75 is kind of the average. So. And that's kinda, perfect kinda fishing goes. right there. That is perfect mm-hmm. weather. Is that perfect fishing weather? Yeah. I would love to get up there right now and go to the Sierras just for, even just for the weekend. But and I think... Uh, after hearing Andrew talk a little bit more about the local lakes, I think we're going to hit up Mountain Lakes either today or tomorrow. Just do some day fish. I mean, it's so close. It's right right down the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I've definitely got my flute tube ready in case we're going to go to, uh, I don't know, we're definitely going to go to either Lake Elsinore or um, just try to throw a line in each day and try to do one lake today and one lake tomorrow. We'll see. Oh, very good, very good, very good. All right, so uh, let me just ask you guys right here. Does the uh, fishing change up in the Sierras throughout the season? Of course it does. Uh, yeah. I okay. Mean, what, 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 techniques, what techniques change, in other words? Let me make it that way. Well, the, uh, the weather, you know, being warm up there and stuff like that, remember the water's coming from the mountains, so the water is still really perfect temperature for the trout. Um you just have to one of the coolest things to do is get down to the lower owens and stuff like that and throw a bait and let it float across the surface and and, um, watch those fish hit that Um, but then you know it's like at the lakes bait and weight or you know carolina rig and then you can walk to the walk away from it and then throw a lure or something like that that that's just fun it's just and it's so relaxing to do it just just remember the fish are hungry too they gotta eat right so even if it's a little bit cold even if it's, uh, you know, I think the main thing that changes up in this year is just always bring a jacket because you never know when that cold front's going to hit. Absolutely. Okay, does the, does the line uh, change, or is it always two-pound test? Uh, do you use more Unless, unless you're trolling. Or? 
trolling two and four pound max. Okay. Well, listen, before, um, I know that was a question because I, it's just, it's inviting. It's, you know, to go up there. I mean, it's a really beautiful country. But anyway, let me, let me go right now. I've got Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey <laughs> online. Good morning, Rick. That was quick. I was like, no waiting at all. Call in and get right on. Like, well, that's because I'm back at the helm, bro. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, uh, you like that? You like that? That's, not, a, that's a Rick. <laughs> but anyway, listen, Rick. I, I heard your, yeah. your. We were we were down here this morning, and we heard your uh, your your recording on nine seven six tuna. Um, it's fishy out there. Yeah, it's fishy. Yesterday was a little bit slower, you know. Earlier in the week, we had a kelp. We put a buoy in. It was uh, really, really good. And uh, it got down really far for our trip day. What was it? Day before yesterday. And it got into dirty water, a little bit cooler. And the, there was there was a ton of fish on it. There was just more fish on it than I'd see. But they just didn't bite. Right. So uh, we had to pull the buoy out of it because, like I said, it was getting too far away from home. Um, I didn't want to lose the buoy. And uh, so we pulled a buoy. We uh, didn't catch much after that. And like I said, it slowed down uh, everywhere else. But uh, we're going to look in a new area this morning. We're going way out, way, way west, and uh, see if we can't find uh, something fresh. All right. Well, listen, you go finding because uh, we're going to be with you uh, on Wednesday. The boat leaves at 7 p.m. Uh, Ron was telling me this morning they got one spot, right, Ron? Yeah, they must have had a cancellation because I check it every day. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, it was there, sold is, out. there is one spot. Yeah. So yeah, somebody. So there's one spot to go fishing with us uh, available. And they leave Wednesday, come back Friday morning, day and a half with Rick Scott, the Ocean Odyssey crew, and the Anger Chronicles crew. Uh, come out and have some fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, it's gonna be first offshore wow. really that I'm gonna do this year. You know, so it's it, looking forward to it. Yeah, and you, if you go down the Ocean Odyssey's, uh, you know, page here, uh, they're booked solid right after that. So yeah, so a chance yeah. to go with us. And uh, we will, we will be targeting uh, the yellowtail. The bluefin is just a little bit too far to fish, day and a half. So, uh, but still, you need to bring heavy line. These are nice fish. I'm trying to get everybody to fish a minimum of 40. I'm really trying to get them to fish 50 and 60. And you're uh, saying 50, uh, 50 and 60 to fish, uh-huh. uh, what, uh, yellowtail? Yep. Even yellowtail. The, even the, yeah. okay, good, good, good. All right, then, you yeah. know what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm bringing, I'm bringing stops. everything. We some, yeah, we had stops earlier this week where, you know, we, we hook 120, 130 fish, and we lose 80 of them and catch 50 of them because uh, wow. we just can't get the people to, to fish the heavier line and uh, work together, so. Well, I'll let we you know. Line on there. We don't have to worry about working together. We can just uh, wind them right up. We were, we were catching about 80 pounds, 80 pounds and four odd hooks. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me tell you what I did. I went to, uh, Ryan and I got together yesterday. I headed to Turner's, got all fresh new line. Oh, I got right. fresh fluorocarbon. I got fresh everything. And so we'll put 80 pound test on the bass rod. <laughs> now, hey Rick, can, I gotta go to I gotta go to commercial. Hey, I gotta go to commercial. You wanna stay with? Okay. Stay with me. Stay with me, I'll folks. With Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA. We'll be right back with Captain Rick Scott out in the middle of the ocean.
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, welcome back, everybody. We got uh, Rick Scott here at Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA, Ocean in the middle of the of the ocean there, and the perfect song, No Rain, okay, because I'm sure the weather's pretty decent out there, isn't it? Rick? Uh, weather is absolutely beautiful. Weather is absolutely beautiful. Very, very cool. All right, so we were talking about uh, yeah. these fish are biting just about everything. So uh, I'm going to bring everything. You know me. I'll have uh, yep. everything up to 100 pounds and from 20 to 100 pounds. And remember, some of those reels in between can go from a 20-pound test leader to a 40-pound test leader. So um, just bring it all and be prepared. Are they biting jigs at all? Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were biting everything from surface irons to hookup baits. It was, it was pretty awesome. Well, Ron just bought a brand-new clear popper. Has that yeah. been working? That's, a, that's, for, that's, for, that's for bluefin. That's yeah, bluefin that's... bluefin yellowfin popper. Right, or the Dorado. Works good on Dorado, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... Yeah, the problem is, is you don't want to put those... You don't... You don't want to put those treble hooks in the mouth of a Dorado. That's true. I'll take it off. I'll put a single. I'll put an owner uh, single replacement hook on it. So. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I'm. I was told in the break. You know some uh, words I can't repeat out loud, but I'll, I'll say it out loud. Rick, Ron didn't like my comment when I said that I'm back at the helm, and that's why you came in fast. So, I'm sorry, Ron. Does that feel better? No. Okay, well, that's all he you're going to get. He made me wait last week. He made me wait last week like 10 minutes. That was not my fault. What do you mean it's not your fault? You the control. guy could not connect him. <laughs> do you believe that? No. Don't, don't. They did a great job. That was my fault because not for a minute. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually, when I looked at the screen, there was nothing there. Okay. So, All right. Well, Rick, um, again, you only have one spot for this week coming up. It's great fishing. How do they get a hold of that one spot? 
uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can jump on there right now. Take that last spot up. Um, otherwise, if you wait and call Dina later, it may be gone. But if you want want to talk to Dina, you can give her a call at 619-889-4535. You know, I really bummed out we didn't make Taco Tuesday. We were on our way up there. I know. Oh, you had yeah. a freeway closure. Well, I'll just let you know. I got off the plane, dropped off. Uh, Sebastian came to pick us up. We unloaded the car, and I just kept the car running, and I went to, to I made it to Taco Tuesday. I yeah, was exhausted. I, but... I had a table open for him. and Yeah, and then it wasn't. All right, Rick. Sat, go, go. Sat, sat there open. That's yeah. because you had to wait 10 minutes. I felt you should have a table. Yeah. Well, listen, Rick, I know you're on the water. Go do your thing. <laughs> Find me that new area of fish, and we'll see you on Wednesday, brother. Yep. Absolutely. Can't wait. You got it. All right. Everybody have a great week. Uh. Thank you. That's Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. And from the Ocean Odyssey down in San Diego across the border, let me come up here down the, uh, th that would be down the 710, get off at? Pico. Pico. You know what Pico means? 5555 Pico Avenue. Just 555. 555. You go one one five one, two, two many. Point, yeah. Okay. So, um, and what what's the what's there, Ron? That means uh, small. I have small. no idea what it means. Well, what's there? What does pico mean? Oh, pico, pico, pico. It can mean a beak. It can mean the peak. Oh. Okay. It all depends. You know what I'm saying? We have Long Beach sport fishing there. That's what I think I was getting. And at. a really great guy named Steve Phelps. Yeah. Steve Facuto, TJ, Butch. There's some really cool people there. There we go. Uh oh. I was stalling for you. <laughs> should I, should I, I think I'm just going to go. Yo, VIP! Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing, one of the few that actually has his own theme song. Hello, Steve! Good morning, guys. How are you? How are you? Good, good. How's I'm, everyone doing? Haven't seen pretty you good. since Tuesday. Pretty good, pretty good. And I, I, I love playing pool with Ben. Yes, it was fun. We're going to make that kid into a pool shark. Pool shark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we appreciate the time you spent with them. We all had a great time at Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. So, Steve, come on, give, give me the skinny because we're excited. Um, tomorrow night we're jumping on the El Dorado. All right, so uh, give me some info on the El Dorado, the victory. What's been going on here in the local waters? All right, we'll start out first with the El Dorado. Uh, they just recently got back in from a two-day trip. The guys wanted to do a little bit of surface and bottom fishing, and they did pretty good. They did good. Uh, they had sixteen nice big yellowtail, two bluefin tuna. A couple handfuls of giant bonita, and then a two days worth of quality cod on the banks. There, it was really good fishing. The guys were happy. Uh, your next, I think you you guys are sold out uh, Sunday night, correct? Correct, correct. Okay, well, your next chance to get on open party because we are sold out tonight is Tuesday night, and they run every single night, eight thirty p.m. departure for Island Freelance. Very, very cool. Very cool. What's the price for the Island Freelance? Island Freelance is, is two thirty during the week, and then two fifty five on the weekends, limited to thirty two. Very good, very good. All right, then you got some three quarter trip action, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Captain Phil's been alternating between uh, local fishing and island fishing. When he's been fishing local, been doing really good on the on the rockfish, limits of rockfish, limits of 
nice big sculpin, and then he's been going in the afternoons, you know, fishing the calico bass, a few barracuda. It's been, the water's cleaning up local. It's getting getting warmer and cleaning up. Nice color to it. Barracuda popped up, I heard, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he's been fishing the island, he's been stopping on the way across, catching those big quality sculpin, you know, getting some fish in the sacks. And then uh, heading back, heading across, and having nice bonita and calico bass fishing. So we don't really know day to day what Captain Phil or George are doing. We are on freelance schedule, so to be safe, bring a bass rod, bring a twenty pound rod, and bring like a twenty five or thirty pound rod, and that'll that'll cover you for pretty much anything. Um, you know, they have been seeing you know the occasional bluefin pop up, so you might want to bring a heavier rod just in case, just to be ready. I, I agree. I agree. The one thing I would say is this: with the um, um, barracuda showing up, okay, a common mistake that we some people make, and it's kind of harder to get bit because you never know what size these barracuda are, is a full size jig. Okay, back in the day, we used to use something called a UFO one, which is a small jig. The problem is, if they are bigger barracuda, you get bit off. So what I would recommend is a Teddy C size, not the full Teddy 45. If you like throwing a surface iron like I do, I would do a Teddy C. It's unbelievable with the 90J, the Fishing Syndicate 90J. Oh my gosh, I can send that 300 miles away. It's really, really cool. So um, just my, 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 because I, I, I did see the Barracuda pop up. And the windows of Barracuda over the years have been, lately anyway, have been small. So you've got to get out there while they're here. You're looking at about two to three weeks of a sprinkle, but you'll have some heavy, heavy duty days. And there's nothing funner than to just catch a Barracuda and just bounce it on the butt. I used to love that. So um, so they're, they're getting the Barracuda local or at the island or both? Both, both. Um, they they were getting more barracuda across, uh, but the barracuda locally they kind of been non-existent. But they they popped back up, and uh, we'll see what happens. Like I said, they one of the other boats had a couple handfuls um, on the way in, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, like I said, the water's been kind of cold and off color, and, and conditions are starting to change. It's it's mm-hmm. getting better. So these things these things should start biting again pretty quick. Oh yeah, yeah. They just as soon as before you know it. And remember, sand bass, um, you know, they they don't mind the the off color water as much. Okay, some of the other species, yes, but if they're in spawn mode, they're not gonna they're not gonna care. So get out on the boat. Victory three quarter day leaves at what time? Six a.m. every single day, guys. All right, and the El Dorado leaves at what time? Eight thirty p.m. every single night. Excellent. So. All right, so uh, best way to book a trip, Steve? Longbeachsportfishing.com. There's a little tab, click book online. Um, that's that's also how you see our schedule, our daily schedule, descriptions, prices, all that good stuff. Uh, if you have any questions or have any problems with the website, 562-432-8993. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I try to, try to update that every day. I try. You know, it's been, been a little busy, but I... I try to update that every day with fish counts and, you know, pictures when I get them, special trips, all that good stuff. Yeah, and don't forget to call 9762 now because I I do hear uh, TJ once in a while when they get a chance to to call in and you get a full report. (laughs) All right, so Steve, you get to go out with your theme song. 
So just remember, you got back with a brand new invention. Just collaborate and listen, my brother. As always, Steve, thank you so much. And folks, Long Beach Sport Fishing in the house with Steve Phelps. Thanks, Steve. All right, thanks guys. Everyone have a good day. All right, excellent. Well, let me let me let me do this. I don't know how much time we have before the break, but let me just say this, Andrew. Um, he mentioned something about ground fishing. You and I came across something this week. It was on the news at the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Okay, um, let, go ahead and introduce it uh, before we run out of time, and then we'll come back around in the second hour because this this could be a can of worms. Yep. So, so basically what they proposed and what's going to go in effect of 2023 uh, for the rockfish um, is that they're still going to have, you know, your 10 fish. Uh, well, don't, 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 go, don't go too deep because we're not going to be able to, to finish it. I think okay. what, I just want to introduce a subject. When we come back, we'll talk to the right. sheriff. And then right after the sheriff, we'll, we'll get into this. But um, like, well, I guess where I'm going is there's some big changes coming to, yeah. to, to to the regulations in 2023 and it's important to be aware of them now okay so among some of the changes I, I look so, at some of it and you know I don't know I don't know that any some of those are not really going to be affecting us at all okay yeah I mean, the biggest one is going to cut rock this season and a half that's the one that's the one that um, I didn't like okay five and a half months Okay, cutting it down to five and a half months instead of uh, after what well, we've been having, what, nine months of it? Okay. Uh, yeah, about nine or ten, yeah. Yeah, so that's a deal. Okay, well, listen, hold on to that thought. When we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff, and we'll see what's on the tube tomorrow. Okay, and about something we just got back from. We just got back from, uh, of all places, East Cape filming the ladies tournament so we'll wrap back with the sheriff himself this is sergio with ron with tony mia who's here and the earthworm this is angels radio ama 30 kla we'll be right back Dick Morris says Donald Trump is running again. It's all in his new bestseller, The Return. Find out Trump's long-expected plan for 2024 and his coming big surprise. The Return says Trump might face three big threats, including Hillary Clinton. Still, Dick Morris says Trump can win. Newsmax says The Return is the book of the year. An Amazon number one bestseller. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Go to thereturn911.com. That's thereturn911.com. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my friends. For my community. For my family. For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see safe? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. Hi, this is Trent Rush, and Angels Baseball is less than 12 hours away on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire.
The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and this song has been playing for eight years, and I love it. Okay, keep it, keep it going, keep it going, because this is his favorite song, and he is a very, very well-sharp-dressed man. In fact, he's the only guy I know that can sling a surface iron in a full suit. Okay, I've seen him done it. In a tuxedo, only when it's long range, That's but in a cool. suit when it's local. <laughs> so without further ado, from home plate, here in Angel Stadium. He's not here, but I, I can see your hologram there. Mr. Danny Jackson, good morning, sir. Hey, nothing drives the girls crazy like a sharp-dressed man, Sergio, also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the song says. Anyway, I want to say good morning and morning to Ron Hobbs and the A-team. Uh, you know, I'm going to make this quick, Sergio, because I'm really interested in these proposed rockfish changes. You know, you and I do a lot of rock fishing mm-hmm. in the wintertime, and uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear this. So I'll just get right to it here. Uh, first thing, I just want to mention, I uh, got a call from Richie Ashley yesterday, Long Beach Bait Company. That's Nachos Barge, east end of the Long Beach Breakwall. Water. They've got live squid this weekend, anchovies, and sardines. So they've got it all. That'd be perfect because we're, we're going out Sunday night on the El Dorado. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Love it. It is it, it is perfect. He wanted me to let everyone know that. But anyway, uh, and yes, uh, some barracuda did pop up yesterday late on the horseshoe. Pretty good. It was short because they didn't have any time, but one of the boats got them. So I'm hoping that. That the horseshoe will start to materialize. It, like Steve Phelps was saying, the water is getting better, and it'd be nice to get a little snap on the barracuda. And you were talking about um, the Taddy uh, C and double uh, A. I use mm-hmm. Sing, You know, I always use a single hook. I did, I did that for fifty years, probably. Well, explain why we used to use. Are we still? Are you for barracuda? Why it's recommended to use single hook? Go ahead and explain. Well, you know it. There might not be quite as easy to hook as a treble hook, but but if you keep your hook sharp, that's the key. You've got to have a very sharp hook fishing with a single hook. But the cool thing is if you think you got a short fish, but whether, you, whether it's a legal fish, it's easy to get off the hook. Just turn a, grab, the, grab the, the lure, turn it over, and just shake that fish off. You don't have to handle the fish. You don't have to worry about getting a teeth in your in your hand or any of that stuff so well let, uh, let me let me explain it, that since i got you there because you love fishing barracuda yeah. so so here, here's yeah. the thing uh, the reason we we say this is if you've ever seen a treble hook in the mouth of a barracuda trying to get it out you're probably going to detach the lips from the rest of the body uh it's very yeah. difficult to do you're going to do a lot of harm for, to a fish you're going to release that I'll guarantee you a sea lion is going to eat anyway. So 
Uh, if you want to make sure that fish has a fighting chance, I think the single hook is the best way to go. You can get an owner oh. or single replacement hooks. Those are very sharp. They're very strong. And you say, just shake them off. The other thing that people do and why shaking them off is so much fun or actually more appropriate, um, these fish have a very, very thick film, okay? Now, that film on them, it's like really snotty almost like you know like worse than mackerel and it really smells if it stays on you um yeah it's there to protect the fish mm -hmm. so if you i see a lot of people take a towel to grab the fish and then they release it well the towel just removed all that that film protective okay layer. it's a protective yeah. layer and then the fish dies of um you know some type of um, a germ or whatever's out there that you know some parasite so uh, the important thing is is like you say if you're if you're gonna go barracuda fishing put on a single hook you know you said you like the double a yes i do yeah and, and the reason and the seeds you know all, all those uh, small you know, they're medium size medium, they're medium size lures mm -hmm. you know they're they're a little bit longer than the ufo you talked about so you're not not nearly as apt to get bit off with those single hooks I, that rarely happens and yeah you're right that treble hook in a barracuda's mouth that's a mess yeah it just it just <laughs> hurts a, the fish and if it's not if it's not yeah, legal it what a waste okay we got to take care of our resources yeah, it, it, Okay. All right. So uh, that's really Barracuda. Is. That's Barracuda. Let, let me go back to what we got on uh, the, this weekend. Okay. Let's do that. We're, we're going to run a fan favorite for sure here, Sergio, called the Spotlight Pierpoint Landing. And it's uh, it's a uh, compilation, you might call it, Enterprise and Tornado. And uh, Enterprise, of course, this was this was actually in our El Nino year where we had lots of big yellows on the horseshoe. Of course, we'd always love to see that come back. Anyway, there's good good um, uh, Andy Serrate there made a did a good job for us. Got a lot of nice big 25 pound and and bigger yellows on on the horseshoe. And then of course uh, the Tornado fishing, San Nick, phenomenal rock fishing. And uh, so anyway, tomorrow morning at eight o'clock you'll get a look at uh, uh, the heroes um, on the water. That one mm -hmm. last look at that San Diego. And then starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning, and again five times next week, Spotlight Pierpoint Landing, Sergio. So that's, you know, that's that, what we're going to air tomorrow. And I think that was week. the first trip, well, that I felt the pressure. If you remember, I ran around deck helping. It was so wide open, uh, gaffing fish, bringing fish on the boat, the whole yeah. bit. And then with about an hour left in fishing, you said, Sergio. <laughs> You haven't caught a fish. And I go, no, I've been working the deck. He goes, I need you to catch a fish. And I'm going, uh, we probably have an hour, okay? And yeah. I, I got lucky. Boy, did I get lucky. I mean, my first bait got on. We got a nice fish, and you got it on on, uh, on, on television. Thank God. But that was the oh, first yeah, time yeah, I felt yeah. the pressure, okay? I like <laughs> well, to fish for fun, not no for pressure. pressure. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no pressure. No pressure. But, um... Yeah, you did good. You just you winged out a bait. And you had a big one on there uh, right away, and we got that one all on TV. So anyway, that starts tomorrow at eight thirty tomorrow morning, and just glad to get this all in. I want to hear about these proposed rockfish changes. So I'll let you guys all go, Sergio. All Have right, a great weekend. Thank you to the sharpest dressed man in Orange County. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I don't know about that. You know anyway, what you and I should Have do? A great weekend. We'll get on a Freedom Boat Club boat. 
dressed in in suits or tuxedos and go fishing. There you go. Get 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 out the bow ties and we're we're good to go. All right. Okay, thank man. You. All right. Take care, Tony. All right. See you guys. All right, Danny. Bye bye. All right. Excellent. Yeah, that's you know, Tony. Back in the day, Ron, they used to dress up like that. Okay, if you go to uh, any of these landings that have old time pictures. These guys were in full suits. I mean, full yeah. suits. Okay, imagine that. Okay, and some of the gear was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> let me um, let me go back. Uh, I guess uh, it's time to get into it. There, uh, my dear friend. Uh, oh yeah. All right, Andrew. Uh, as you see, he wants to hear, it. and I think a lot of people are, are they want to hear what's going on. So everything will remain the same this year but uh, the changes will begin next year in 2023 they become effective in january so the first of the year among some of those things is a much shorter. and i think that's probably the worst one that it's going to affect the economy of a lot of the boats and i i just the the guys up in oxnard oh ventura oh they, they depend so much on on this type of fishery um it's going to reduce it down to five and a half months Oh, wow. And it's ugly, but some of the some of the rest- restrictions. I don't know, um, Andrew. I haven't caught a quill back in California in over ten or fifteen since they took away the depth. Okay. Yeah, me neither. And, and that's that's so that's one thing you know because because basically California is broken up in five different zones for rockfish. Mm-hmm. Now what they're proposing is you know how our normal rockfish is starts in March ends you know the last day of December. They're knocking it down to five and a half months. And I have a feeling that what they're going to do is they're going to coincide with the northern um, uh, opener. Mm-hmm. So I think. You know, this is what I think anyway. It's not officially on paper yet. But what I think what they're going to do is they're probably going to open it in April, like they do uh, the northern region, and they're going to have it open for five and a half months and shut it down. And now they're trying to make it sound better because, you know, in in their, I guess, proposed whatever they posted on, on their Facebook, they're going to say, oh, you know, there's we're going to open up deeper uh, deeper areas, uh, it's going to open up, um, you know, like for zones for black cod and, and different things like that, or I guess they call them butterfish as well. Um, so they're proposing that they're going to open up these areas that have been closed for a long time, you know, and all this stuff. But still, you're only going to have five and a half months for rockfish. I mean, I, I, I get it a little bit. I get they're kind of thinking of like, you know, the couple shallower areas, you know, get a lot of pressure you know, for, you know, around like the zones, whatever, but, but five and a half, I, I don't know. That's like you're saying, it's going to hurt a lot of, you know, a lot of fisheries that depend on, you know, rockfish because that's pretty much what they, what they happen or what they have. And this could also lead to, does that mean that, you know, more anglers going to go start targeting bass fishing? Are they, are they going to start, you know, hammering these calico zones? Are they going to start, you know, is, is, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. We'll see what the effect is. But what, another thing that they're saying is that we're still going to have the limits of vermilions uh, that are going to keep it before. Mm-hmm. The coppers, they're still going to, you know, coppers are what you call chuckleheads. Um, they're going to keep those to one. And same with quillbacks. But, you know, same thing with quillbacks. I, I don't remember ever catching one. 
I mean, yeah, I, the they're, they're easy to catch in Alaska. I mean, that's that's the most common thing you see in Alaska, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a quillback, okay? And you can tell because their back are sharp as uh, sculpting, but they're really, really long. I uh, implore everybody to go check it out, what, what they look like. They're like a black and yellow. Uh, but I haven't seen those in, since the days that we went 1,200 feet. See, my, my concern, yeah. and I, again, I'm no science, just observation. <clears throat> Rock Cod Ron, he hates fishing uh, 300 feet of water for a, for a fish that's five inches long, six inches long. And people don't take the the time to release them back you know that there there is some descending devices that you can use to send them back mm -hmm. so a lot of times they leave them out there floating the birds eat them um and yes rockfish are very slow to grow because of the depths because of the temperature of the water down there, it's pretty pretty cold okay so slower metabolism okay but it seems that back in the day we didn't have those little ones it seemed like everything was a pretty decent size so that's telling me maybe perhaps the stuff that they're having us fish right now is the nursery okay with an yeah. occasional big fish all right hold on hold on to that um let me take this break here there's angels radio am 830 kla we'll be right back and finish discussing the new changes to rockfish where the muddy grasses spills into the Gulf of Mexico Where the skyline's colored by chemical plants That put bread on the table of the working man Where the working man does his best to provide Safety and shelter for kids and a wife Giving a little of Angels Radio AMA 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio AM 830 I walk a lonely road the only one that I have ever known Don't know Welcome back everybody on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA, the Zangra Chronicles, and as we went to break, we were talking about uh, fish and game and the new changes coming to uh, rock fishing next year. Um, Ron, you've always complained that. Um, well, and, and my biggest complaint is, is we drop that hard, uh, far down, and we pull up these small ones that I want to. I want them to grow bigger, and, and uh -huh. um, that's the problem. Yeah, and like I said, very, very slow-growing fish. Um, sometimes I just, you know, it, it's just, it, it, you see it, it's heartbreaking. 
because they, they, the people put them in the uh, hand wells. That's how small these things are. And um, they're pretty fish, but they just, you know, bulge down and they don't take the time to, to send them. A lot of the boats uh, have them. I'm, I'm really uh, proud to say a lot of the party boats, if not all, now have descending devices yep. and they do use them. They understand that is their livelihood. But a lot of the private boats, <clears throat> they just let them fly out. And, and again, you know what? We even talk about birds, and birds have a hard time eating them because they have such a thick skin. I don't know if you ever filleted one. Trying to break through that top layer is hard, okay? And that small, they got sharp spines on their backs and stuff, so it's very even difficult for um, even a sea lion to, to really enjoy it. All right, so anyway, so Andrew, that that's one of the things. Now, now I was reading it, and it says that, um, well, they're trying to tell us that although we're taking the time away, we're allowing you to go deeper. But there's no mention as to how deep. Did you? Yeah. Did, were you able to get that information? <clears throat> no. Um, they haven't finalized anything yet. Um, I guess they have probably some kind of meeting coming up at the end of the year to finalize everything. Mm -hmm. um, but so what I'm thinking is that they're hinting they're hinting at the fact of you know they're saying you know oh there's there's too many rockfish being caught in the shallower water we want anglers to go to deeper water so i'm thinking that there could be a possibility that they might even have a depth limit you where you can't rockfish you know shallower water of 300 feet like i said i'm this is nothing's written down so anyone listening you know not this is all just you know my opinion speculation yeah speculation there we go so I'm thinking they're going to do something like that. They're shutting down the season, you know, half. They're going to, you know, propose these new things. Oh, well, you can go, you know, you can fish for there's no limit on, on black cod. So you can go fish as deep as you want and all this stuff. And, you know, but, but I don't hear them saying anything about, you know, let me increase the hook limit. You're still only allowed the two hooks. So it's like, you know, now, now let me tell you, for, for anybody that remembers the old days, and I know that you don't, but can you imagine <laughs> going 900 feet with two hooks? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, now, I mean, at that point, you want to use electric reels and all that other stuff. But I mean, it just it just takes away. So, yeah, uh, back in the day, I don't, I don't remember if you had a restriction on the number of hooks, so you could just go down. But the size of the fish, you were rewarded. You made feet. maybe one, two drops for the entire day, yeah. and you had all the fish you wanted, and you just came home. So you were able to go far, like mm. the Cherry Bank. That's been closed off. Uh, you go down out there and, 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 and get some get load up. I mean, it was the trip lasted longer than the, other, the actual fishing because you just made two drops, yeah. and the drops would take about... 15 to 20 minutes just to turn the handle to bring it up and we had lower gear ratios on those big huge nine odd pens and you know it was like a broom handle over a rod you brought them up and uh so, so there's a lot of changes coming i just want to let everybody know that it's still going to be a 10 fish bag limit but the sub limits have changed and will be changing and we will have more information more detailed information as it comes out and notice this they, they try to sneak this in there wasn't there wasn't a lot being said about this you know it's almost like oh <laughs> okay but yeah, yeah but we, we you and i actually both saw it at the same time and that that was that was awesome that was awesome we were able to pick it up and and let people know so well, rockfish course, and, and another thing Another thing I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, too, if, if they're encouraging, you know, anglers to go 
you know, fish deep for these fish, go to 500 to 1,000 feet, you know, um, are, are, they, are they hinting that maybe they're going to bring back, you know, uh, the, the fish that were not, you know, like cow cod? Because, you know, once we go to those deep waters, cow cod are coming up. And when yeah, you bring them yeah. down from those depths, but you're going to have you know, cow cod and yellow eye going to come up. Those, those are still yeah. now. I guess they would expect us to send those back. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you know that the, the you, you, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think that under 300 feet, you're you're looking at a nursery. Okay, once in a while you get a bigger fish, but you don't get these massive ones, unless you're like one of the islands. Okay, so if you go to Saint Nick, that that always has them. Um, I'm going to talk this week to Paul Hansen, Captain Paul Hansen, because Paul was involved or is involved in, in this study. They, they go out and they fish the deeper water, the shallow water, and they're, they're trying to get a count. I don't understand how they can tell you that there's a shortage of quill back if you <laughs> yeah. can't catch a quill back in 300 feet or less. So, yeah, yeah, oh, guess what? Yeah, there's nobody's reporting that there must be a shortage. Well, if you want some quail back, let us fish all the way to 900 feet, 1,200 feet. You want some quail back. Don't tell me that cow cod are, are, are low in population if I can't fish, you know, the cow cod area. So what, what they do, I think they base it on numbers, okay? But I don't know if they may base it on numbers that we turn in through sport fishing or the, the, on numbers when they actually go do the field studies, okay? And I'm, I'm and like, another thing, yeah, yeah. And then one more thing, it's like we all know what happens when they close something; they don't open it back up. For I mean, I, I me personally, I can't remember anything they gave back to us after they took it away. Yeah, I remember the five-year black sea bass thing. It's been over fifty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's been Maybe over now. fifty. So just yeah, so. Uh, you know, but yeah, the one thing about the rockfish, it may change. That, that's the only one I've seen that changes the regulation go back and forth. Remember the mm-hmm. uh, the, the the salmon grouper, the boccaccio went up and the went down, then it came back. I mean, there was all kinds. And, you know, and here's the craziest thing. I remember going into one of these meetings. It was held in Long Beach, and it, I went because they were going to. They were trying to get bass. They were trying to take our sand bass and calico bass away from us June, July, August. <laughs> you know, we're going, what are you doing? Well, that's why they, they settled on instead of 12 uh, inch fish, they went to 14 inch fish, and instead of 10, down to five. But during that session, there was this lady who called herself the, the head of the Friends of the Boccaccios. Okay. And, and, and she says, you know, that we were overfishing them. And I'm like, well, how do you know? Have you sent a submarine down there and counted them? Because that's the thing. There was no pattern. And it's kind of, I understand it's difficult on deeper fish, but I just don't think the science is there. Okay. And yeah. this, this, this and is done to appease people. This is just done to appease people. Yeah. Now, there is overfishing in some areas. I do agree. Okay. But let us fish areas where we know it's not a nursery and i think one of the things i think we've learned is that the size of the fish when you reduce the depth got smaller well if they're smaller that means they're younger and some of the things i've seen are probably no more than six months to a year old i've seen some really tiny but they fit like they're not even bigger than your finger okay um come up and you go wow so that tells me it's a nursery 
I don't know the behavior of rockfish. I wish Steve was here, see if there is a behavior, if we know it. I mean, do, do these fish come out from the deep, lay their eggs in the shallow, and go back down so they don't eat their own? Because, you know, rockfish, they eat their own. Okay? Um, maybe maybe that's what they do. So the big ones never get caught? Is that what happens? Well, no, they, they don't get caught now because they're in deep water. They like deeper water, right. cold water. Right. Okay, the temperature variances are tremendous from... You know, 1,200 to uh, 300 feet. So it, it's pretty brutal. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, when I when I posted, um, you know, the, the reports and all that stuff and kind of shared it around, I know there's a couple captains and, and guys that work on both, you know, that were kind of going back and forth with comments. And, and the common the common comment that I would read is is a lot of times when they would have the guy you know the the people on there doing the the, the surveys and all this other stuff, almost every fish they would ask, oh, hey captain, what, what kind of rockfish is? Oh, what kind is this? Like they didn't even know, you know, like a hundred percent, like they what they were looking at. So it's like, is the science really there, or is it just somebody's having a bad day and said, oh, you guys caught too many vermilions today, we're going to have to close this. Right. Right. But, yeah. We'll see. All right. So, um, all right. Uh, I'll tell you, that's, it's, it's definitely going to be a change. It's just we need to be on it. Okay. We need mm -hmm. to be on it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking that sheephead, something's going to happen with the sheephead, too. Hush, hush. I mean, again, they haven't said anything, but hush, I know earlier hush. in the year. No. Don't even say it. Don't I even love say it. I mean, sheephead, too, man. That's I love fishing favorite. for sheephead. I love it. They they fight so hard. Okay, bitch. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Yeah, you wake up the monkeys. And, uh, and I, those, those are the ones that are running the show these days. All right, so. Yeah. All right. Um, that is harsh. Rock hot Ron, you should, you should see rock, rock, rock hot Ron here. He's just besides himself. He's shaking his head. He goes, they're taking yeah. away from me. He goes, I won't be able to catch my quillbacks. You know, he just loves catching his quillbacks. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, hope, I hope all the... the <laughs> it's just the start, folks. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, I hope, I hope all the tackle shops like Turner's, you know, and, and those kind of places that are starting to read this and... Start ordering now your electric reels and get them in stock and the heavier all the heavier stuff because that's coming. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. It, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Okay. Well, let me run down through uh, the, these um, names here. I want to wish uh, Derek from Fishbones a very very happy birthday happy birthday uh, Ron Salas also very happy birthday um, Bob Aronson uh, let me see Chris Bishop and Billy Egan I know they're all listeners to the show I wish you a very very happy birthday um, Derek just got back from Cedros and um, caught, caught some decent fish caught some decent fish okay but I gotta, I gotta show them that there's a new <clears throat> Yellowtail capital of the world, and it's not Cedros. It's Bay of LA. And I'll tell you what, Ben and I, Ron, and I'm, I'm glad you're coming with us next year. Ben and I had experienced an unbelievable trip with Orchid. Yes, it takes a while to get there, but boy, oh boy, is it worth it. Okay, mm -hmm. it's worth it. The Yellowtail are big, 
and they're plentiful. They get in the way of you making. You're trying to make bait, and they get in the way. They they blow <laughs> up your uh, your sabiki rig. Okay, and they're bigger ones. All right, let me take uh, the short break. It's Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. We'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, want to let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and want to leave my old life behind. Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And let me welcome right now Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. All right, now so hang we, on. Uh, we're, we're dealing with fishing politics again, huh? Yeah, just, but hold on. Hold on right there. I've got yep. uh, Ross yep. in Long Beach is calling in. I hear he has a question about uh, the regulations. Uh, Ross, good morning. Hey, good morning, sir. It's not a question, but, you know, it, it was mentioned, uh, the rockfish closures in relation to the rockfish not being turned in on our daily fish game logs. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much was the reason. Yeah. Um, you know, during the winter months, we used to have to fish rock on. The water was too cold. Exactly. And we would fish rock on from November to late spring, April, May. That's what we did. And remember, I remember that. And then all the cool trips, and you know, it was victory at sea half the time because if you wanted to go fishing, yep. Yep. that was the only game in town. You'd have to go deep. That means outer <laughs> banks and rougher weather. But you know what? You made a day of it. And I remember those days. I mean, we we use a lot of hooks. Okay, you made. It would take probably. Just as long to bait every hook. <laughs> Remember, there was a lot of hooks. Bait oh, yeah. them, secure your bait, send them down, and then just pop, 
as many you know times as you get a little peck and you just lift your rod as many times as you got pecks and then start the, the trek up and coming up sometimes could take 15 20 minutes 30 minutes okay just coming up from one drop and if you had a big enough fish they would float for you remember that i remember the first i mean i remember fishing in about eh, 1200 feet one time and the first 200 300 feet like whoa whoa i got a nice load and as i came up the water column you know as i got to probably the last 200 300 feet i go oh, i lost them all and then they just go one, two, three. They start floating up there, and <laughs> they, it was there were there were such good sized fish that these things well, would, would know, bring up five to ten pound weights. Yeah. Well, you know, sir, then something happened. We had this major phenomena called an El Nino in '83 mm -hmm. that changed the face of everything. Yeah, that's the one the that water, took out the Huntington Beach Pier. The water was warm all year long. We didn't have to go flock fishing. We could surface fish all year long. Mm -hmm. So now that we're not having to rock fish, those fish aren't showing up on our daily fishing game logs. You know that what? I... Game, oh, there, there must be something wrong that they're not catching rock fish. I agree with you. When was the last time you caught a quill back? Um... Years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because quillbacks they don't hang out in in shallow water. They they, they no, do, no. but they do in Alaska and in British Columbia because the water is colder. These uh, the quillback like some really really cold water, so they got to go deeper for that here down in, in the in the in this part of the country. So, yeah, I mean it's just I wish there was better science, but it is what it is. The only thing I tell people is this. Um, don't rebel. It's not worth a ticket. You, they're going to give you a ticket anyway. They could take your license. They can. Don't. I mean, we don't like the rules, but we do have to follow them because if not, the consequences is very expensive with the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Uh, but I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope somebody's fighting for us on this. Okay, because this is a well, big I, deal. I just hope they put real science into it. What's that? I just hope they put real science into it. Yeah. Good luck. We're not. Yeah, exactly. a, I would say we're not, we're not in a recession, you know, in quotations. <laughs> That's the science. That's the science. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Ross, thank you so much for calling. You got any other comments? Oh no, I'm I'm great. Other than a great show as always. I appreciate that, my brother. Appreciate it. Make, it makes my it makes my Saturday morning go until I gotta go. So. Yeah, well, today we're kind of serious. Usually I like to joke around, but but today we're serious. This is a serious issue. So well, but you know what? Oliver is here, so who knows? We might start having some fun here, right, Oliver? We're gonna try, Sergio. We're gonna try. All right. Hey, Ross. Have a great day, my friend, and thank you for calling in. All right, YouTube, Sergio, take care, and uh, hopefully I'll run into you soon. You got it, Ross. All Bye. right. Bye-bye. Oliver, uh, so what do you think? I know you, well, were, li I know um, you were listening. I, well, I've been listening the whole, the whole morning since 5 a.m. Um, great, great report from Andrew. Uh, <clears throat> I like how he does his homework and comes in uh, with the knowledge. Don't do that. I'm at the elevator. It's okay. Let's, let's, I want to I bring, uh, bring his nostrils above the ground so you can let him breathe. Oh, that, um, 36 feet under. Oh, it ain't yeah. going to happen. <laughs> it's not, definitely not going to happen overnight. It'll probably take two or three lifetimes. Uh, Andrew, my, my goal is to take you from, from neck deep to knee deep. 
Oh, at least I can see some sunlight. There we go. <laughs> yeah, right. We take you out uh, when we go fishing. There you go. Uh huh. Up for air. Yeah, and put him on a hook. Good <laughs> bit. Then we save him. We throw him there. back down there. Bury him, bury him down after. No, yeah. uh, listen, um, uh, Sergio. I, I, you know how much I love fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the other side of me is also I, I like to you know be uh. I'm mindful of the fishery because I want to see my great grandkids, you know, enjoy uh, enjoy what I enjoy, enjoy the sport and enjoy the fishery. So, what's uh, always interesting and funny to me is when um, whoever these uh, people are, um, you know, there's always a special interest, unfortunately, in every in every uh, politician and every politics uh, situation. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny that we went from fishing a thousand feet deep to you couldn't fish uh, past 200 feet to now uh, let's take you back to a thousand feet um and and look it's, i'm all for adjusting according to the situation it's just, it's just funny it's just well, funny but, see, but, and interesting to, to see this right and and ross actually mentioned it okay so if you remember back in the 80s okay that was a very large El Nino. In fact, I will argue that that El Nino was bigger than the El Ninos we've had since then. It was just shorter. Okay, what's happened is we've had an El Nino-type condition for what, Ron, six, seven years now, eight years? Okay, we get those pockets of warm water that are stuck here, and we have great fishing, which is great. Well, listen, if, if there's Yaltel, Tuna, Dorado, you're not going to rockfish very much. Right. Okay. And, um, you know, where I agree with the uh, calico bass and the sand bass population, those have gone down. We don't have that migration we used to, and I think they've been interrupted, okay? That, I agree. The rockfish, there is no science. Ron, when was the last time you went down 1,200 feet and counted how many rockfish we have? (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's the problem, you know? I mean, I know they do these studies... Uh, Paul, I've seen some of the photos of the beautiful fish they bring out from very, very deep. And I've heard it say from some of the people that actually do this that there is no shortage. There's plenty of fish, including cow cod. So, you know, if you don't have a head count, then we don't know. Now, what do we do know? Okay, we do know that there are some big fish because we used to catch big fish because we used to be able to go deep water. What we do know is they got us on shallow water. What we do know is that the fish have fallen dramatically in size and we got these little ones that ron doesn't like to go fish for rockfish because and i agree with him you know you don't want to bring out two six seven inch fish you can't even get a fillet out of them okay so that's not good so they got us fishing in the nursery now maybe they're gonna let us go deeper they don't really make a mention they don't tell us they're gonna give us waters back in depth but they do tell us they're gonna shorten our our months. So, part of the part of the the, the, the real problem, in in my opinion, uh, from what I I see uh, from people who fish, you know, humankind, uh, we're we're a devastating species, right? Um, and and there's there's uh, people uh, on every end of the spectrum, from left to right. Um, you know, you and I talk about not keeping calico. Right, and you know we were on that anniversary trip, and Colin got that big calico, the biggest calico of his life. 
uh, uh, you know, uh, because of sentiment, I said, hey, Kevin, like, you can keep this one. You came in and said, you know, we need to let this one go because it's a breeder. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's the both extremes of the spectrum, right? I was acting on sentiment, uh, wanting him to keep the the uh, the trophy, but in a sense, you were the voice of reason saying we need to let this one go because this one is a breather. I mean, that was a good what five six times caliber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big boy. And so you know, we as singers need to learn that we really shouldn't kill everything we catch. Well, no, I, th- I think, and look, and anybody right. out there, because, yeah. you, know, you can't just release them. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I know, I, I know I'm going to start a fight here, but anybody out there with a kill them all mentality, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're so passe, you're not with the times. Well, I, I, don't, I don't consider myself a preservationist, but I do consider myself a conservationist. We have seen impacts. Okay. We have seen impacts, okay? And we have seen some of these things come back. The problem is we behave like idiots, like those guys that want to kill everything, all right? And then you have these things, oh, you know, we'll do an MLPA for five years. We're going on 15. They still haven't given it back. You know what? Have we earned it is a question with the mentality of still some people out there that shouldn't, should have never picked up a, a rod and reel, all right? If you, if you can't yeah. identify that. Some of it is well, you know, and, and you know, now you got me on the rant. You know, if you got, you know, somebody that actually has to measure a fish, okay, if you got to measure a fish because you're not sure, you know, just let that one go, okay? Just let that one go. All right, I mean, you, you don't need to catch. I mean, like, I just got back from the East Cape. Thank God the majority of the Dorado are just massive. <laughs> In fact, the day that I was coming home, they caught another 57 pounder. That's a, a Dorado. And that fish is only what, maybe five, six years old. That's how. That's how. But the the extent of their life. But you know, I've seen the Dorado out there being caught. There are maybe, Ron, you know, maybe, maybe a, a foot long to two feet long, and people are keeping them. And I, I feel like just grabbing the tail of that Dorado and just slapping that guy's face. It's like that fish is maybe six months to. Eight months, maybe. Yeah, well, Dorados grow really extremely fast. Yeah, so, just so let, wait them to, grow. Yeah, let them grow. In fact, you know, I was talking to Eddie Dalmau, and he, he has a theory that the reason we've seen such large models <clears throat> this year is because of the COVID shutdown. So for two years, we didn't have a lot of uh, fishing going on, and these fish have had an opportunity not to be caught, you know, little. Mm-hmm. Okay, had an opportunity to grow because every even the locals are saying we don't remember seeing this many fish. They had the Dorado shootout with over forty fish. I think it was forty fish over thirty pounds for wow. the shootout with a a fifty-seven pound kick. So that that's important. So you know, to, to all you kill them all mentality. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know what to tell you. So so last decade. All right. All right. Listen, Oliver, stay with me. Um, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAM. Take a break because I'm in my soapbox. Ron, you're going to have to push me off the soapbox. You have to put a little salt on you. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 
Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. <laughs> Hey, hey. All right. Island in the Sun by Weezer. This is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. And the reason I say Island in the Sun, Ron, we're going to take off tomorrow night. We'll be on the El Dorado, possibly fish. Can't wait. Uh, Clemente Island or maybe go offshore. We'll figure that out when we get there with TJ. Uh, also, we've got the Ocean Odyssey leaving Wednesday evening. So we get back on Tuesday morning, going back on Wednesday evening for another day and a half. Uh, we'll be on the Ocean Odyssey. There's one spot available. So, uh, actually, have they grabbed it yet? I'm going to look right now. All right. So, um, spots available. So, get on it. Come join us, Angler Chronicles and uh, the Ocean Odyssey together. Okay. Um, any other news, Ron? You got any other um, trips coming up? Oh, yeah, you do. We do. We got a couple of trips that are um, going to come up real quick. We have the. Uh, it's actually on the Clemente, not on the Sum Fun. Mm, okay. Uh, I got to change that. They actually notified me the other day. Which is a bigger boat. Uh, which is, exactly, which is a much bigger boat. But we have the one, um, the 31st, but we have the Sum Fun, which is now the Clemente, on the 17th. Okay. And we do have lots of room for that. And then we have the Enterprise, which is always one of our favorites, on the 25th, which is, you know, eight days later. So, okay. Um, and there is room for both of those. So, and then there's an El Dorado trip at the end of the month. At the end of the month, which is that when you call the landing. So. Perfect. So uh, make sure you call Do you Ron. Guys work? What's that? Do you guys work? That is our work, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Yes, yes, we do work, oh. and unfortunately, one of those guys that we love what we do. I mean, how could you not? Oh, man. But somebody's got to do it. So somebody's got to do it. That's right, Ron. Someone has to make that sacrifice. I miss working. You miss working? I miss working. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> now you're doing a real job. I ran into a – I was at the grocery store yesterday and ran into somebody, and they go, no wonder you retired. I, yeah. I wish I could go fishing every day, but yeah. that's our work. It's not, well, no, it is work, and you know, you guys, you guys can't imagine the pressure it is. You do a fishing show, you better catch fish. 
You know, it's very stressful. You guys work harder than anybody I know. Oliver's got work. Oliver, Oliver does more work than we do combined. No, 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 no. I take my job seriously. Sorry. And and I'm gonna, you know what? He does. He he because you know what? His livelihood depends on his work. On other people catching fish. Exactly, and and you know that's work. That is stress. That is work, and you know. Magic. Uh, not not to mention he puts out the best rods out there by far. Um, you know, what can I tell you? Well, let me just say, yeah. I'll tell you this. I work harder than you, Oliver. You know what? I was away from home for an entire week. While I was with down. his wife. Oh, my. Jeez. But yeah, I was still yeah. away from home. Yeah, I didn't with like... his wife. Yeah, it was real tough. Working. Okay, I and I went down there. I was, I mean, I mean, we had to make sure we caught fish. Oliver, and, uh, don't buy him, buddy. I'm sure you got sick the second day, you got homesick the second day you were there. Like, well, not only that, I get off the plane at 4.30, but which, by the way, by the way, I didn't, I could have been there a lot earlier, but they broke my, uh, my rod tube carrier. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I had issues there. I know what follows. Well, it was just a clasp, um, and, and, and the opening. I, I have. I told you, I haven't unpacked them. I got to unpack them today, so that. Um, Big rush again, like Tony does. Oh no, no, that's um, look. If, if this happened, Custom. it was on an airplane, <laughs> so it was either customs or I don't the airline. I, I don't imagine it was in the car door. <laughs> those rod tubes are window. pretty. Window. Yeah. Those rod tubes are pretty heavy. I mean, that is just total abuse if you yeah. break one. Well, I'm me, sorry. Let me tell you. So, um, <clears throat> Tony takes the the name custom rods to a new level <laughs> he's got them all custom custom sizes okay yeah customizes the custom rods. you got it you got it tony so, don't you have 800 so, do you have 800s are you an 800 are you made them seven no he doesn't have an 80 footer now. Yeah, seven okay. now all right you wanted to say something oliver i was gonna say is that, is that my cue for my 15 seconds of fame um Sergio, listen, the, the shop is looking great. Uh, I saw the guys. video. and Everybody, pay attention. If you're on Facebook, go on. Is is, is it on yours or on Fishing Syndicate? It's on my, it's, it's on my page. It's on okay. My page. Look up uh, Oliver Solis and go see. He did, Him and GT did this walkthrough. I can't believe how beautiful and how big that thing has gotten. Okay? And everything yeah. seems a little more organized. Everything seems a lot... Nicer. You had a smaller. You had too much inventory for a small spot. It was yes, and it was two. It was two years in the making. You know, we've been looking at relocating. Uh, the truth of the matter is, everywhere I looked, uh, there there was a tackle shop in the area in the city, and the one thing I don't want to do is go move ne- right next door to someone who uh, is a potential client to us because as we are growing and we are making uh, changes to the business plan. You know, we we wanna we wanna have all these tackle shops carry the product. Uh, right. There's there's more coming on board. There's more lining up, and so the uh, the only way I could not step on people's toes and keep those friendships and keep those business opportunities open was by waiting for our building to. Um, you know, give us more space, leave us more space. Um, we were waiting on our next door neighbor to move out, who was supposed to move out right around the uh, when COVID started. 
but due to the COVID uh, financial assistance, he was able to stick around for two years. <laughs> uh, that ended. He moved out. We took on that space in a heartbeat. Um, and so de- definitely much bigger, uh, much more organized. Uh, you know, we, we keep on bringing in inventory, which is in the space for the inventory. And, uh, you know, I almost ran out of room real quick over here. So uh-huh. I'm actually I'm actually at the shop. I, I come in on Saturday morning just to, you know, make sure that everything's in line. I was there last night. So um, we're looking forward to the next gathering coming up here soon. Uh, and like I said, they're, they're, we're, we're going to be opening up more dealers and there's, we're making some changes and you're going to start seeing a, a different um, option uh-huh. for dealers. We're going to keep doing our custom work here, but the factory rod is going to go straight through dealers. We will not be selling the factory rod here very, very soon. Uh, I'm just waiting on, on those rods to be ready so we can put them at dealers. And factory rods, you'll be able to get at dealers not through us and we will continue to do our typical custom stuff that we do all right well let me let me let me bring it back because you know we always make the joke you know i do the bass rod the bass rod and i do i fish the bass rod and it comes with me no matter where i go but i got a, I got a chance to revisit some of the other models and i want to tell you it's been a really a long time since i had to do that 24 i mean eight hours a day you know or 12 hours a day on the water for so many consecutive days. And that was a new appreciation for the 800M, 800H, and 800XH. Okay, I was in the East Cape, and um, you know, if it's perfectly paired with a reel uh, that is light and has a line capacity, you have no idea the power that that these rods uh, have. How much time do we have? Because that would really be a great idea to pair up the reels right now. I can I can pair them up for you. So the M I'm using with the 500 narrow accurate, and um, I usually use on that one about 30 or 40 pound test. On the H I put a 600 narrow, um, and that I'm running 50. I could possibly get away with 60 on that one, uh, but 50 is, is ideal for the H. And then the XH. That one I'll put the 800 narrow from Accurate, and I'm talking about all. It's all the BVs, and the reason I use the BV, the the uh, the Valiant is because they're so light. So when you take a rod that is light and you add a light reel, I tell you, all these deckhands down there, they can't believe that that has a hundred pound test on it. So uh, the the 1000 I put a hundred, and then you have the two um, XH. That I, they have them there on the boat, so and we just keep going from there. But the the bread and butter, bread and butter, the composite series, M, H, X, H should be in your arsenal if you're fishing Southern California, because you don't know if you're going to be fishing Dorado yellowtail off a of patty to a bluefin tuna, okay? And bluefin tuna, I mean, there's now. I saw one that came in well over 300 pounds. Remember, the record is just shy of 400, right? Uh, the California record. So uh, it could probably be shattered anytime soon. So anyway, Oliver, I just want to commend you. The composites, the FSC, unbelievable. Uh, I, I like eight-footers. Rhonda likes her seven-footer. Okay, it's easier for her to, to handle. Okay, 
and you'll, you're going to see her. We we filmed her in in going at it. Primarily, she was using the heavier stuff. She was called catching wahoo and um, uh, what do you call it? I almost said sculpin <laughs> marlin. Okay, they got some dorado <laughs> as well. But you know, so, the so sculpin to marlin. Yeah. Well, the last day, the last day, she went um, down to the 800, her 700m. And she said she loved it. I had she has a, a 500 narrow on there, with um, I think I put 50, 50 braid on it, so you can fish 40, no problem. So anyway, congratulations on a so, very good thank product. You, and and to what I, I like how you put it, the bread and butter is that composite fuse, right? You know what? But, it, you got if you're gonna have anything, that's what you want. Have that and yeah. like what we did. Right? You have those three. Well, right, you, you started us. Light, medium, heavy. You started us on all those three. Range. You started yep. on all those yep. three. Then you gave me the. You, you brought out the bass rod, the famous bass rod. But Ron and I, I mean, I'm telling you, we're gonna be going the next week. We're gonna be do back to back day and a half. What do you think's coming with me? My bass rod, of course. I'm gonna add the L, the M, the H. And and those are all three of them composite. Now, what what may I do? Yeah, I own more than one bass rod, so maybe my fifth rod will be a second well, bass rod because I'm crazy that way. Yeah. Get ready. There's a curveball coming your way. And that is the next phase. If you saw the video, I showed the blank room and I said, there's new stuff here we're not going to talk about just yet. Well, I saw a lot of blue, 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 saw a lot of blue blanks. Hey, listen, Oliver, I've got about 45 seconds before I'm going to go. So um, give everybody the location of the shop. 200 South Beach Boulevard in La Habra. Come up beach from the five. Or you know, if you're coming from the, any other way, just get on beach. You'll find us uh, right. in La Habra. So... Excellent. I'm 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 anxious. Okay, and uh, just one thing, Pierpoint um, Spotlight Pierpoint a show that starts tomorrow will highlight a trip that we did with Oliver. It was one of the anniversary trips with your kids. Unbelievable, San Nicholas fishing. Okay, folks, um, have a great week out there. We're almost we're pretty much done here. Uh, breakfast is going to be at Trejo's. Trejo's, everybody. Good luck there because there's. Maybe seven seats. <laughs> Love you, Mike Blue. All right, yeah, bye, Mike. We'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.